Darkcast Network. Welcome to the dark side of podcasting. How do you think the world will end? Alien invasion? Nuclear disaster? Another, more deadly pandemic? I'm Jackie Moranti, and I'm the host of Cause of Death, 100 Seconds to Midnight. I talk about the things that could obliterate mankind. I call it pre-apocalyptic nonfiction. The doomsday clock was set at 100 seconds to midnight from January of 2020 to January of 2023. On January 24th, 2023, the Board of Atomic Scientists moved the hands of the clock even closer to midnight. Now, it's set at 90 seconds to midnight, the closest it's ever been. From nuclear disaster to environmental threats to food and water crises, find out how mankind is destroying itself one second at a time. If you haven't listened to my podcast, you should. Listening to Castles of Cryptids, where the castles are haunted and the cryptids are cryptic as fuck. <laughs> and the hosts are Canadian as well. And I'm Alana. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. <laughs> and I'm chuckling. No. Um we can't we can't believe what episode. We're almost to 140. It's 137. What is happening here? I love it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to believe sometimes that we've done this over a hundred times, like well over a hundred times now. Especially the amount of audio issues I seem to keep causing tonight. (laughs) Kelsey, can you resend the the email, but but with the actual link in it, please? But like just in the sweetest way possible. I was like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm well, done. I was just looking at it. Normally, the little email preview shows link, and then I can see like the part, the first part of yes. the link, and I couldn't see anything. And I was like, okay, and I <laughs> click into the email, and it just has the subject link, and then it's a blank email. And I was like, <laughs> and I so I went back out and I went back in and was like, okay, it's not me. And then I was like, I'm gonna give oh. it like a minute and a half to see if she figured it out. And is going to resend it to me or so. Wow, you really and gave then... me the benefit of the doubt there. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, I definitely did not realize. I believe I was distracted by um, the like music videos Pat was putting on. Not the mashups this time. It was some oh, okay. beautiful soundtrack music from the Baldur's Gate um, game <laughs> this time. <laughs> anyway, and I like made the email and then like I think I walked away <laughs> yeah I came back to the room and was like oh yeah I sent that didn't I I was like yep says an email sent <laughs> but there was nothing just the subject line link <laughs> nothing in it you, no link for you <laughs> yeah oh my god which is crazy because it's such a good topic we're doing we're doing some yes. more haunted hotels and other accommodation <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. 
Hell yeah. Should be. Haunted should castles, be really haunted hotels. One. Yeah. I love our haunted AF series. It's oh, always so fun to do. Yeah, and there truly is so many. It's funny sometimes. So, um, like M from And That's Why We Drink, who does the paranormal, will be like, sometimes I feel like I'm going to run out of stuff. Or, <laughs> or at least Christine's like, I know you feel like you might run out of paranormal topics, but like, there's just so many that like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You could go on forever. (laughs) But yeah, especially these ones, it can be like fun because you can go there. Everyone can go there usually. So. Yeah. The hotels. Yeah. uh, Some of them offer tours, which is really cool. Right. But lots of times you can just, you can just stay there and it's creepy enough i guess (laughs) i know it's like do you go for the good night's sleep or do you go for the paranormal investigation (laughs) right you might not get both (laughs) yeah you can't always have your cake and eat it too yeah hear your ghost and (laughs) sleep well too i don't know (laughs) but (laughs) it'd still be fun especially if you know like you do know the haunted rooms in some of them (laughs) I have one. Uh, I ended up doing like three of them. My last one has specific room numbers, Ooh. which I was really happy about. Uh, yeah, I that's always that fun. They have that. So I always think about which room numbers it is too. Like if there's a pattern, because you get like there's yeah. four, Stephen King has fourteen oh eight, which is his short story turned yeah. movie, and then in The Shining, it's room. 237 so it's like two completely different numbers but then like i'm always looking for like patterns and like the haunted room numbers i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah i think i had one that also has um a few haunted rooms you can stay in if you can afford it (laughs) oh shoot yeah (laughs) right some of them are expensive oh yeah the luxury my friend i was stopping at the the booze store and was like, "That's a pretty bottle." The one behind the counter, it's like this red, um, pinkish yeah. bottle or whatever. I'm looking at. It. I was like, "Oh, what is that?" And then I'm like reading the sign, and she's like, "Oh, it's champagne." And then simultaneously reading the um label thing that says like Brut Rosé or whatever it is. It's like six hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, "Oh, that's why it's behind the counter." <laughs> it's champagne. <laughs> champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Champagne. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Jay Z can afford. Okay, my dog. I don't know if you could hear it, but he was now being the pest as he. Oh, I didn't the floor hear anything. With his. Oh, okay. He just does the. You know, they like to scrape the floor like there's. Yeah. Blankets they can rustle up or snakes they can rustle out. Dogs. And then he just sat his ass down heavily. But yeah. <laughs> Only I was privy to that. <laughs> Porter does to the the coffee table it's like black and white marble uh he tries oh, to scratch yeah. it as if he's gonna somehow scratch the pattern off and make it more comfortable <laughs> so the <laughs> other day i think it was yesterday he was just scratching and scratching and scratching for like two minutes and i kept going gordo nothing's happening he's that's weird he finally smooth the surface it's it's fake marble it's got plenty of scratches it's nine years old i don't care but it's just funny so that bizarre it's gonna happen yeah 
He does it all the time, and sometimes it lasts a few seconds, and then he lays down. Sometimes it's minutes. Thanks. Interesting. Magical can I happen? I don't know. <laughs> but sometimes I wonder when Fen's doing it if if he is trying to like not sharpen, but um whatever with his nails because I'm always Maybe. he doesn't let me cut his nails or trim them. But like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't get Gordo trying to do it like that. Yeah, um, I don't <laughs> the only time Fen paused the table which is wood so we tried not to let him because as I just said he oh, doesn't yeah. like his nails getting cut so they're often very too long um, he'll be sitting with his butt up against you or Pat or whatever whoever he wants the pets from sitting right on your feet and then you stop petting him and he then paused the table in front of him like he takes it out on the table oh, yeah. like you stop petting me well I'm going to paw this table right now <laughs> Yeah. Which always gets our damn attention because yeah, you're pawing our fucking coffee table. <laughs> Shut up. That oh, weirdos. <laughs> so bizarre though. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm excited. You said you have two or three. Ooh, we're gonna get to, to a couple then, because so do I. <laughs> yeah. I <sighs> I found mine on what was it? The first site I went on. Uh, was historichotels.org. Uh, they Ooh. had a little like section that was just about haunted hotels uh, around North America, which I thought was really interesting because it was about historic hotels. Yeah. It wasn't about like, it wasn't a haunted hotel, like listicle or anything. It was a full website and each of the hotels had like, drop downs so it was like you could read about the history of the hotel and then there was one about the ghosts and then there's one about images Ooh, and then links to like go I love that <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting because I wasn't expecting that to pop sounds up. like yeah sounds like the kind of thing I get lost when I'm supposed to be doing real like tra when I was in travel like trying to find a hotel yeah. for this family look at this hotel and look at this hotel and look at this hotel like I'm the worst person to narrow things down like that sometimes I think I, I ended think up looking up so how much nice. it would cost to stay in one of the hotels I can't remember which one it was uh yeah and it was I think it was like $300 but it was U.S. um a night for oh. two people for one room yeah for like one night but sounds about yeah. right um my yeah. also my, my stupid heat just came on or something and it was freaking me out making things um rattle over here i'm sorry i kept looking oh. over my shoulder <laughs> poor kelsey was probably like what um that's fine there's nothing nothing's then, going on i'm just already creeped out <laughs> I, I got some information off of one of the hotel's actual, their own website. Uh, they had a pretty good mm -hmm. history and pretty detailed about the hauntings. So they're really leaning into oh, it, nice. which was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that can be the hardest part to find uh, information on the hauntings. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they don't want it advertised that. that yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, you get a lot of generic, like, you hear noises and this and that yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. like my first couple are like that my my third one at least had some more details which i liked but... 
Yeah. I like that. I like a mix. I like a mix of giving, you know, you get the history first because it often influences the hauntings. Someone died there. Yeah. They stick around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. Oh, totally. Uh, so my first one is Hotel Del Coronado. Uh, it oh. was, yeah, it was built in 1888, a long time ago in Coronado, California. <laughs> 135 years about which is crazy in Coronado okay oh yes okay because Coronado Springs is a hotel in Disney or something it just sounded familiar I was like okay okay I have to look up I did put some pictures on the drive so the Hotel Coronado, uh, it looks almost like a resort you would see in Mexico or uh, probably like Dominican. It's beautiful. It's very sprawling. It's on the beach. There's beautiful beach and perfect blue Like Caribbean water. beaches, eh? Or like- yes, it's gorgeous. It's all white, oh, like white outside and then red uh, tile roofing, it looks like. Uh, nice but it's huge and all these little almost looks like like chalet kind of attachments where it's not just like one big square building it almost looks like a bunch of there's different layers and peaks oh okay uh and have a look because that sounds like yeah it sounds really cute (laughs) yeah it looks beautiful i would love to stay there definitely looks like it should be in mexico uh or something like that though more so than what i would think of as a hotel Oh yeah, <clears throat> a beach resort. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. right on the it's beach. Like oh my, yeah. Oh yeah, mountains in the background, almost like damn, mm-hmm. picturesque. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, so this place, I didn't really get much history on it. I think there's a bit, like if you look it up specifically, but uh, for hauntings, uh, there's a few. The most common is this ghost that uh, is a young woman who actually is known to have arrived at the hotel on Thanksgiving Day in 1892, so four years after it opened. Oh, damn. Right. Okay, yeah. It's old. (laughs) Yeah, which is surprising. Like, it's beautiful. They must have refurbished it and updated it since, because does not yeah. seem like it's that old in the picture upkeep spectacular <laughs> yeah it looks gorgeous uh she was alone and described as unhappy and according to employees it said that she was waiting for a gentleman to join her one of the things i read said it might have been her estranged husband or her ex-husband Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah after waiting five long days and no gentleman appeared uh she unfortunately took her own life uh, at the hotel like in the grounds and oh no because yeah. her man didn't show the classic I guess so. trope it wasn't, <laughs> yeah there wasn't really details about this but it was mentioned in everything okay. and in, including on the i think on the that historic haunt uh historic hotels website um mm. and everything yeah 
So her Tragic. body was actually found on the steps that were leading from the between the like hotel or resort uh, up to the ocean. So like Aww. on that pathway uh, with a gunshot wound to the head. Uh, some of the source, I think one of the sources I actually read said it appeared like she might have been murdered and it wasn't self-inflicted. Um, but they didn't really I elaborate can just imagine, that. yeah, how the investigation was done then. Like it might not have been up to snuff. Probably not. Today's standards. <laughs> the gun was nowhere to be found, but it must have been a suicide. Yes, mark yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after Ugh. her death, police couldn't find anything to actually identify the woman so they actually released a description of her uh and it was telegraphed to police agencies around the uh it says around the country but i think it was just around like the county area probably just around california i don't think it was all across the u.s yeah that would seem a little excessive maybe at that time when people can't travel that fast or send the telegrams and stuff that fast (laughs) (laughs) So newspapers actually began to refer to her as the beautiful stranger. And eventually she was identified. Like the Madonna song. (laughs) Oh, I don't listen to Madonna. So I don't know. It was in an Austin Powers movie. That's why it was. It's old. Oh, Oh my God. I guess it's not that old, but you know, it it came out when that one came out. (laughs) I think it's in the second one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So after her description was released to newspapers, she was identified as Kate Morgan, who was just 24. Aww. And she was, it said she was a domestic worker from a wealthy Los Angeles household. So she was from the area because she was from LA and this was in California. So she hadn't traveled far, but yeah, I don't really know why if she was like a domestic worker, if she had been able to like check into the hotel and who paid or what was going on but mm-hmm. maybe she was trying to get yeah. out of that work yeah i don't know uh kate's death continues to intrigue hotel visitors and her original third floor room number 3327 is the <gasps> most requested room at the resort which interesting 3327 and i said yeah. the one on the shining is like 237 Although I know they change yeah. it from like the book to the movie, so yeah, they do, don't they? Uh, yeah, but uh, but one of them's definitely two three seven, so that is creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, this is three three two seven. Uh, it's the most requested room, and guests who stay there report flickering lights. They say the TV turns itself on and off, uh, breezes that come from nowhere. Items that end up moving on their own and doors randomly opening and closing by themselves. Fun. Mm-hmm. That, uh, um, also... oh, sorry. Quick anecdote. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> just stealing that. No, I was just reading the, um, the clan lamps book that the two outlander actor guys wrote and they like mm-hmm. traveled all around Scotland and they were in some, castle or something talking about this ghost and somebody was like oh yeah yeah ghosts or whatever and then he said like the the door behind them just slowly like opened and then quickly closed as if the ghost like left the room like offended i was like oh my god awesome yeah okay rude yeah i thought that was so cool and he just like casually mentioned it like any of the other experiences they had while touring around 
I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> At my work, anyway, we joke about we'll get to it. No. <laughs> a ghost. Uh, whenever the pedestal by our front doors goes off, you know, you walk through. If somebody left a sensor oh, on, you walk through and it starts yes. beeping. When right. it starts beeping and nobody walking through, we go, oh, oh the ghost. Yes, I would too, for sure. Because it Although happens friend- like 40 times a day. So you just go, half oh, a ghost. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It might just be the machine. But yeah, I remember my friend uh, Anna at our old building. And it was creepy because at this point during COVID, like whenever I was in the building, it was never fully staffed. It was like, you know, yeah. half a ghost town. And she that was like, creep me out. Oh, and she said she had seen some. I don't know, Native American ghost or something one day in the toilets. Oh, I don't know if she was pulling my no. leg. She's she's Latina. She's uh she's a feisty one, this Anna, so <laughs> she could have been oh. having me on. But yeah, that I was like me out. Right? And then like and then the bathrooms had a weird little like the last stall that had a nook and it had a shower in it. And I don't know oh, if it yeah. was because it was the old it was the contact center, so like I don't know. I had a lot of rooms in it, but like, I don't know why I had to have a shower. And it's not like you have to stay overnight to work a call center job. <laughs> yeah, not like, just like not like we're nine one one or need a decontamination room, right? It's just a creepy stall to have at the end of your. <laughs> yeah. Although sometimes I'd almost be glad to have another freaking stall, even if it was a shower, because now that we are in the basement, we have like. A tiny little bathroom with three stalls for like the freaking 20 to 30 women that work in our oh shit. like little department and then people because we're in the bottom level where the cafeteria is then people come when they're on lunch and they come and use our bathroom too and it's like <laughs> someone's oh, like you should tell them to stop taking their basement shits down here <laughs> none of our <laughs> toilets work well <laughs> yeah it's my network thing. it's the the only washroom we get is the public washroom so it, it gets nasty <sighs> every day it's disgusting you're like well that person literally peed all over the seat like were you Damn. standing up like a dude and just sprayed it everywhere like what yeah, how your work do sucks this? too they won't give you good vending machines anymore either or like yeah they like, took away vending the vending machines. machines so we have uh like, we basically what donated money the first time to like start getting food and now it is like self-replenishing <laughs> based on what we pay into it to buy snacks yeah. it's just like so sad they're like oh that's so unhealthy it's like okay you literally a also like sell snack food and i've like seen the healthy yes. vending machines set up in like doctor's offices and like literally even my like the bottle depot i go to by my work has a freaking vending machine because like if there's nowhere to oh, eat wow. around there, it's good to have something yeah. you don't have to go out of the building for. It's anyway. okay. We stock it with the good stuff. <laughs> we have instant noodles. We have KD. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Ramen bowls. We got some good stuff that you wouldn't That's put good. in a vending machine. So maybe, maybe sometimes it's an upgrade. All right. Rant over. Uh, <laughs> All right, so yeah, room three three two seven, Kate's room. They also experience yeah. sudden temperature changes, and unexplained footsteps and voices. People have it's reported, <laughs> yeah, people have reported the ghostly figure of a young lady dressed in a black lace dress, and one Ooh. guest reported her initials appeared in the steam on the bathroom mirror. 
Oh, but they don't know what the initials were? It just, uh, or, or no, sorry. it should be like KM or Kate Morgan. Oh. Yeah. Which has got to be creepy for you to say, because I keep thinking, like, you must feel like you're talking about your sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's spelled you're different, Kate. so no. Oh, okay. Yes, sometimes yeah. it can be spelled very different. That's fair. Yeah. Wait. This is K-A-T-E. So funny. Okay. Because even the girl who plays Claire, her name is, like, Katrina Balfe, but it's spelled all, like, Celtic-y. It's, like, Catriona yeah. or one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's creepy, but also that ghost has some fashion sense because always you get the gray lady and not the black lace lady. Like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. They always seem to be wearing white, don't they? Hi, Gordo. Right. Maybe that's just easier to manifest white and like colors must be hard. Maybe. Gordo. Do you watch that show Ghosts? That it was, it used to be, I think it was one of those like The Office that was a British show and it's like a girl inherits an old home from her family member and she uh, like yeah. hits her head and then can see all the ghosts that are living in there from all the different like centuries i was see i watched some of it at my parents place uh, okay it's pretty yeah. good like there was a new one last yeah, night like and one of the ghosts the hippie ghosts um they yeah. joke that when they they stop being ghosts and move on they get sucked off to another place jeez <laughs> oh, it it's, yeah, it's silly, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so the hotel actually offers a nightly ghost tour called Haunted Happenings. Yes. Um, that actually shares staff and guest experiences along with photos and videos of activity uh, that they've collected over the years and other spooky history about the place nice yeah uh there was actually a book written about the hotel uh and the author of the book which was entitled beautiful stranger the ghost of kate morgan and the hotel del coronado uh written by christine oh, donovan yeah. um I she actually spent <laughs> right she spent a long time researching the ghost phenomena uh, cool. She says that not all the stories are grand um, or like that interesting, but she says, quote, it is the decidedly non-dramatic aspects of most of the stories that has made a believer out of me. Uh, okay. Also said, for instance, a doctor emailed me that during his stay, his shoes and socks, which he always carefully placed by his bed at night, would end up all over the room by the time he woke up. Uh, Aww. And he's obviously yeah. a very tidy person. If he places Probably. them at the end of his bed. That's uh, me in a hotel room. Let's keep it neat and tidy. <laughs> yeah. She said, in my mind, that's not enough of a story to have made up. And in addition, it fits very well with other paranormal accounts. I've heard about objects being tossed about a room for no apparent reason. Oh. Um, yeah. I like that. Uh -huh. Creepy. The author Donovan has herself not seen any ghosts, but she says, I always stay, or sorry, I always say there are two kinds of people in the world, those that would like to see a ghost and those who wouldn't. I'm definitely in the second group. Which I thought was funny because she like researched them and went there a lot. <laughs> and then it's like, no, I haven't seen one and I don't want to. 
I think that's pretty insightful because yeah, some some sometimes people discuss how maybe the diehard skeptics that do see things you would think would make them believe they still can't believe because like in a way that would kind of make them go a little crazy if they had to admit that it was yeah. real kind of thing. <laughs> I, yeah. I would be scared shitless. Right? I think it's that when you haven't had a paranormal experience, you're like, it sounds so interesting. But then people that have had one, they're like, eh, I don't know. It depends. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh. The next one is the Hotel Monteleone. And yeah, this one Great names. is kind <laughs> of most of the pictures it like it, it's on the street and it's like very it seems quite tall. It's probably what one, two, oh. three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight floors. Seven or eight floors, it looks like. Uh, okay. Yeah. Monteleone, uh, it was? Yeah, Monteleone. It was built, also really old, built in 1886 in New Orleans, oh, Louisiana. Wow. Oh, so it is kind of Frenchy. I was like, it sounds yeah. like it means New Lion, or Mount Lion, <laughs> or something. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh yeah, this, I also didn't have, there's probably lots of actual history about it if you looked into that, but. I'm uh, petting Gordo's ear. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, <laughs> this hotel developed quite the reputation for being one of the most haunted places in New Orleans. And. Damn. And that's a haunted yeah, ass city. <laughs> right. Uh, most famous of the stories is that of a young boy named Maurice. I'm going to say Begir. Begir. Okay. Probably Begir. <laughs> yeah, so the most famous is this ghost of this young boy named Maurice. Uh, he stayed at the hotel with his family during the 1890s. And his parents, Jacques and Josephine, uh, Ooh. Like old timey names, Jacques, Josephine, right. and Maurice. Uh, yeah, could they be any more French? <laughs> yeah. Um, his parents loved going to the theater and regularly went to the French Opera House, the um, located along Bourbon Street. And oh, while okay. his parents were out, Maurice, who was just a toddler, was left in the care of a nurse or like nanny. And uh -oh. the family was staying at the hotel at the time. And Maurice was with this nanny while the parents were out at the opera. And he sadly developed a fever and ended up passing away. Like, just wow. so quickly, I guess. Out of nowhere. Yeah, very sudden. Yeah. Uh, later, the family would return to the hotel every year. I don't know if it was like on the day he passed away or what. But they returned oh. there every year, it seemed hoping to spot the spirit of their son. And according to mm -hmm. legend, they saw an apparition of Maurice who said, quote, Mommy, don't cry. I'm fine. Oh, my and God. Yeah. The <laughs> site reportedly left his mother in tears, but she was happy to know that her son was at peace. And wow. many guests have also reported seeing the spirit of Maurice up on the 14th floor. Along with a maid who is known as Miss 
Queen. Maybe, yeah. Um, Miss, sorry, what was her name? Miss Clean, which, like, is that actually her name? Is that what you guys have named her? Uh, Mr. Clean's, Mr. Clean's sister. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, paranormal researchers once asked Miss Clean why she stayed at the hotel, and this maid responded that her mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother had all also worked at the hotel, and she said she was picking up after housekeeping to ensure high standards, which, I mean, that sucks. Way to spend your afterlife at work. But I would never. Right? I'd go... I would fucking hate that. I would not be picking up after housekeeping. Yeah. I wonder if they know, though. It's like... Yeah. When the... The ones that seem like a residual haunting like that, where they're doing the same thing they did in life. And yeah, are like, oh, okay, maybe their consciousness isn't here. Maybe it's just their energy. Maybe. Oh. Some podcasts think they've debunked that energy can be left behind because blah, 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 physics. Looking at you, the constant. <laughs> I got so well, mad. <laughs> don't they say energy can't be created or destroyed? It can only be transferred? So Something like that. And so that it was like the basis for like, well, then how could the energy last on? I didn't understand it. And I must say oh. that maybe that's why I didn't <laughs> enjoy it as much because I'm like... <laughs> don't debunk everything (laughs) in one sentence especially like like i say it's one of those people where he was like i've had paranormal experiences sorry (laughs) but yeah people have had like experiences but they're still like but you know it couldn't be a ghost it has to be something else you're like but what (laughs) you know yeah something we can't explain obviously (laughs) uh so my last one is the one i have the most information on uh it looks like typical hotel it looks like it was kind of built on like a corner lot maybe has two entrances one on each side of kind of the the street and it's got this huge sign on the top it's called the hotel monte vista and huge huge sign like really high in the air not just like on top of the building but like i don't know like 10 feet above (laughs) the top of the building for some reason on like oh it looks crazy maybe it was Um, maybe it was during the time when they made the hollywood sign and like they actually made a couple other um like there was a university that had a big b like (laughs) on its hillside and stuff um i don't know but oh here gordo he's (laughs) something the bottle cap i'm noticing a theme here with these uh spanish sounding names is this in california yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, no this one's arizona oh oh sorry okay yeah. okay all right no that's interesting because uh, historic you don't always think of like west because it's yeah. the newer parts of the country usually yeah yeah this is slightly newer it's still almost 100 years old it'd be, it'd be coming up on its 100 years in a few years here uh dang <laughs> Yeah, it's located in Flagstaff, Arizona, along Route 66. <sighs> Fun. Yeah, there was I lots of Route stuff 66. when I was looking it up. It was like, stuff to look at on Route 66 and all this stuff. That would be a fun road trip. I mean, yeah. just 
yeah scenic in an eerie way i'm sure (laughs) so the hotel itself opened on new year's day in 1927 and it's actually listed in the national register of historic places um and it's now fully restored to its former glory and open to the public and it's seen thousands of guests and even a few celebrities have stayed there uh which is kind of cool yeah. I uh, if they the still hotel. stay there. <laughs> it doesn't no, seem so like trendy. the celebrities, but uh, one celebrity did have a ghost encounter there that I have information <gasps> on, which was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. always come up. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? there, there are some celebrity ghost encounters, but they're few and far between, so... Yeah, yeah, they don't always come up in research. <laughs> um, yeah, so this hotel was actually one of the very few American hotels that was built entirely from public taxes uh, after this oh. man named V.M. Slipher uh, started a local fundraising campaign to build the hotel. Um, they wanted to build it because lodging was scarce in this uh, becoming more of a tourist area. And there was nowhere really for visitors who wanted to stay overnight. Um, They didn't have anything like that. Yeah, so he was like, let's start a fundraiser as a town. We'll build this hotel. Um, I mean, it sounds like a good reason. (laughs) Yeah, somebody would be put in charge of it. But like no specific one person like fronted the money for it. It was like done as Hmm. a community. Interesting. Yeah. I think once opened, the hotel became very popular with tourists and even with locals who coined the phrase, meet me at the Mont V, which is cute. Oh. Yeah. So it's like a destination, their their lounge and everything. Yeah, very cool. In its first year, the hotel also made history. This was cool. And hosted Mary... uh, I think it would be Costigan's daily three-hour radio show uh, from room 105. And she was actually the first American woman to be granted a radio broadcasting license. She was the OG broad of broadcasting. (laughs) Yeah, so she hosted this. And it was the first year the hotel opened. She hosted this daily three-hour radio show from room 105. Which was kind of cool. Yeah, she walked so we could stumble blindly. (laughs) (laughs) Onto our few. I don't think we could do for three hours a day. Uh, this this is just it. Yeah, telling me like we'd have to go that we have to go on live or something. It would be like pretty daunting right now because you feel like you can't talk. Like, hold on, I have to pee. Well, there is that. <laughs> but if there, if you take out that, then you and I, we are pretty good at talking for quite a long time. But yeah, it's so crazy. I don't how they just know like, how interesting it would be for some people. They have to like feel the noise by themselves. Talk. Like probably, you know, yeah. like here's another song. Uh, here you go. Like that'd be me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what she did topics on. I uh, didn't say, yeah. but yeah. Pretty cool. Um, probably like daytime TV is now like news and headlines that kind of stuff oh my gosh like uh, yeah. 
War of the Worlds broadcast. No. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> the cast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and then another interesting piece of history with the hotel was that during Prohibition, the lounge of the hotel actually ignored uh, Prohibition and began to run a profitable bootlegging operation and then a speakeasy. Yay! And, speakeasy. Yeah. <laughs> Easy on the speaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in Snowfall. 1931, the place ended up getting raided by local officials and shut down, only to resume operations two years later when Prohibition ended. And then nice. uh, between 1935 and 1940, it said that the hotel lobby and lounge held the only slot machines ever in Flagstaff. That sentence, oh, okay. when I was reading it from the source, kind of implied that Flagstaff doesn't have any slot machines now. Well, I I hope it does. That would be kind of boring. But so, Like saying it was the only one ever, still to this yeah. day. Yeah, but they huh. got rid of the slot machines in 1940. Well, so... maybe they just pushed it all up north to Vegas because they obviously... <laughs> have leaner gambling laws there but not in every yeah. state like you know yeah, you get vegas and then you get tight. like yeah atlantic city they have big casinos but other than that like yeah so i'm not too sure but that was also made it really mm -hmm. really popular there uh and made the hotel really popular uh then with the yeah, rise no in popularity <laughs> of western movies going on um, the hotel was a prime spot for celebrities to stay while they were filming nearby because it's Arizona, like beautiful yeah, western yeah. everything easy. To oh, shoot the there. landscape! Oh yeah, yeah. One of the ladies at work, I don't know if you'll know the noise or I can do it, but her her like ringtone sometimes is the like western like. Oh. Yeah. like the standoff music. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Where I was like, oh, there's Burkett's phone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I like that. It's so <laughs> cliche. Uh, Iconic. <laughs> yeah. That too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like this was a really popular place to stay, I guess. And the hotel hosted guests. I don't know who some of these people are. Uh, Jane Russell, <laughs> Gary Cooper, Spencer Tracy, John Wayne. I know. And Bing okay. Crosby. <laughs> Not, not Bill. It was Cosby. sounding more familiar Bing as the list went Crosby. on. It's like when when Gloria is like, "Stop name dropping Jay" or something like that. If that's what you're doing, because like she doesn't recognize all the names, and I'm like, same. Yeah. Is that um, a member of the Rat Pack? Uh, <laughs> no. So in one of the rooms, actually, a scene from Casablanca was filmed. Actually, what? I don't know which one. Uh, and it didn't tell me which room, but <laughs> there's a piano yeah. scene. I don't know. <laughs> I Isn't that no in a bar hotel? Bar, I have not maybe? seen. I have not seen Casablanca yet, but I want to. Um, I was gonna say probably the majority of my reference also comes from Modern Family, but go on. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the first ghost reported sightings at the hotel was actually from John Wayne in the late 1950s. Oh, cool. Yeah. And interestingly enough, so on my mom's side of the family, uh, through marriage, we actually are related to John Wayne. 
So, oh my god, no! Yeah, somebody <laughs> in my mom's side of the family is like married into his family or something. So, uh, we have second we cousin twice removed. <laughs> we do have a connection to John Wayne, so uh, <laughs> anytime so awesome. we were in like drum hell or anything, and there was like a freaking cardboard cutout of John Wayne in any sort of like <laughs> cowboy store, my mom always took a picture with it. She's like, This is my relative. I'm like, and then I'd be like, through marriage, not actually related. That's funny. I didn't. I know we're like kind of big on the cowboy culture here. Sometimes I'll joke yeah. that this province, like Alberta, is like the Texas of the of Canada, sort of. Oh but, yes. Well, there's a lot of cattle and you know oil. Yeah. There's similarities. We can't deny that. But like the freaking Calgary was... Stampede. Yes. Yeah, we have rodeos. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, there's. Fuck. Like John Wayne cutouts? This I did not know. <laughs> yeah, if you go to like Drum Heller and that kind of stuff, um, there's dinosaur bones down there. I would love to go back. Like yeah. I don't know if I've been to Drum Heller. Then the hoodoos, which you talked about on our yeah. uh, urban legend, like, Canadian urban legends, uh, yeah. like Arizona and uh, right. Well, we're just above Vegas. Montana. It's, just very, it's yeah, a similar Montana too. Landscape. It's a very like desert. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought yeah, that was really and cool. So. And that is awesome. Um, I wish I was related yeah. to someone that cool. He was probably like, hey, what's up, poltergeist? No, I can't do the John Wayne. My whole thing is, if you used to watch Whose Line Is It Anyway, um, Ryan oh, yeah. Stiles did a good John Wayne impression. <laughs> okay. Partner. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do have a little more information about what John Wayne specifically said about what he saw, but I thought it was oh, cool. interesting that... Um, like one of the first ghost sightings that was reported was from him and then it, the ghost sightings apparently go back as far as the late 1950s so um wow. it's not anything new it's like really old there and the hotel i guess is the longest publicly held commercial hotel in the history of america um before hmm. it was sold into sold into the ownership of a private individual in the late 1960s so oh, okay yeah i mean it was publicly she held owned. by flagstaff for like over 30 right. years um because no, it wasn't privately owned by over someone 40 years yeah it was like owned okay through like fundraising so i guess they probably just had like some like management appointed or maybe like a board who looked after it but right yeah like yeah. like the historical buildings get yeah yeah um, so getting into the ghosts, because this had the most detail, it was fun. What did um, he say? <laughs> not yet. I think yeah. I have that down, like, further. Um, so there's, yeah, some of these are real weird. Um, the first okay. one's probably one of the weirdest, and that is there was a long-term boarder, or, like, long-term renter, who ended up staying at the hotel. I don't know how long he was there for. Um, he had a habit of hanging raw meat from the chandelier in his room. Oh, which no. Brody. Yeah. That um, is so gross. And also sounds yeah. slightly familiar, which is the only reason why I'm not more shocked. <laughs> Isn't it gross? Yeah. Yes, um, I don't understand if that 
would do anything. It couldn't possibly be curing the meat or smoking it really that effectively yeah, or anything right? like that. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what he was doing it. or where he was getting this meat from, but it happened in room 220. <laughs> we do know oh. that. Um, one thing said oh. 210, um, but most of the stuff said 220. So I went with two. Oh god, I'm just writing meat curtains two twenty. But <laughs> did I ever the tell meat. you what meat curtains means? <laughs> it's a terrible euphemism for lady parts. Yeah. Um. I I figured. I think <laughs> I'd heard that before from something. It's terrible, I know. The the meat hanging. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how else to address this. This is very strange. This is very it's very, very strange like, behavior. I just pictured like Ed Gein as soon as I heard it I was like no oh um, yeah and I'm sure hotel workers have seen some things I cleaned a few rooms for a very short time and you could tell when some parties had happened there'd be like weed left over and like just a general mess and stuff right but like meat and stuff it's like I hear the yeah. Australians have this game where they put their their bagged wine on um it's like those clotheslines that are like a central th- uh, post yeah. of the, and then they have the clothesline thing coming out so you can like yeah. I guess turn the top of it and it's kind of like I never did understand it until I watched a video and it's kind of like spin the bottle and when the clothesline stops whoever the the bag is hanging in front of they like <laughs> oh. just like suck and drink out of it oh, I know I don't think that um, happens much post COVID but probably not <laughs> like wine udders just like flap but us commonwealth Uh, countries we're a hearty we're a hearty batch we do some weird shit and we drink a lot we keep our boxed wine in the fridge like civilized (laughs) (laughs) we canadians pretend to be (laughs) yes (laughs) better than that (laughs) Uh, um yeah so i i wish they had I I actually don't wish I had more on this guy, but apparently this all happened in the early oh, no. 1980s, so I'm surprised there's not more known about him, because that wasn't that long ago. That makes it worse, to... yeah. That right? makes it so much worse somehow. Nobody noticed this. Yeah, it was the 80s. Fuck, everybody got away with everything, it seems. Right? Uh, Before cell phones and the internet, <laughs> it was a wild uh, time. <laughs> Uh, apparently, he was found in his room like three days after he had actually died. So that no. room probably between the meat chandelier and him dying and not being found for three days. That room must have fucking reeked. Oh like, my god! It sounds the worst. Um, yeah, and was it just normal meat? Oh my god! I have no idea. There's no details. Uh, not long after his death, a maintenance worker was doing some repairs in the room, and he ended up leaving to go get something, and when he left, he had turned the lights off and locked the door behind him, and Uh. when he returned a few minutes later, he found that the TV was on, blasting at full volume, and that the bed sheets, I guess, had been, like, ripped off the bed and scattered around the room, like, but nobody had been in there. He was only gone for, like, five minutes something said so yeah and he had locked it behind himself is this after the (laughs) the corpse and the curtains yeah it's after okay yeah creepy uh many people continue to report the tv acting weird on its own uh they also report Mm. hearing coughing and other noises from the otherwise empty room 
and reports of cold male hands touching guests in their sleep. It's Meat Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, that can't sound any more depraved. So <laughs> he could be cold male. Cold meat male hands patting your head in the sleep. Yeah. <laughs> night, night. Oh. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, so that's room 220. Uh, I wouldn't recommend staying. Yeah, no thanks. I'm going to pass. Um, yeah. I'm also going to pass on this room. Uh, it's room 305, <laughs> and it's also very popular. Oh, and it's said to be actually the most active room in the hotel, I guess. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, there's Past the who, other room, even. <laughs> I guess so. Past all the other rooms. I have a number of them here that talk about them. Um, there's a woman who appears in the rocking chair near the window, and guests in housekeeping have seen the chair move by itself and heard knocking coming from inside the closet. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know much more about the closet thing, but... Um, research did discover that years before there was an elderly woman who was also a long-term renter and she would sit by the window for hours on end like every day so uh. um, yeah so they think it's her and reportedly okay. from the cleaning staff um, if they move that rocking chair like away from its place by the window um, the next time they go back in the r- room, it's back right by the window. So it keeps getting moved oh, back. Oh, man. In her favorite yeah. spot. Yeah, I guess Yeah, so. I just don't love... Yeah, I don't love the knocking in the closet. <laughs> right? That's creepy. It didn't say anything more other than, like, just sprinkling that detail in there. And I was like, but why the closet? Right? Sometimes you'd think our, our dog heard some knocking that we can't hear and of course they can right. hear things that we can't hear they're sometimes pat's like oh i think maybe it's the coyotes because literally they'll come oh, near around us sometimes yeah, yeah. but like some, we're be like sitting at dinner we're all around the coffee table he like looks over to like toward the front door area and the, or like but there's yeah. no warning and it just all of a sudden like Woof! and like barks and sometimes we jump out of our skin we're like what the fuck fan <laughs> Yeah, what are you Gordo starts at? staring at like the ceiling, and I'm just like, "What are oh you looking God. at? Is there like a portal to another dimensioning opening above me, and I can't see it?" Great, yeah, like this the damn cats and that dear David one were always staring at his freaking door into yeah, that creepy hallway. Fucking creepy. <laughs> um, yeah. don't love that. <laughs> uh, another big room mentioned is the room right next door to the creepy rocking chair woman um so hers is 305 (laughs) this is 306 it's also for some reason a couple of these room had nicknames this one's nicknamed the gary cooper room don't really know why (laughs) um but in this room there's actually two female ghosts who are known to attack men which is fun i guess um it said that back in the 1940s, the red light district was like near the hotel, a few blocks away. And these two sex workers were brought to room 306 one night. And they actually ended up getting killed in the room. And then their Shocker. bodies were. Th- <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck. <laughs> their, their bodies were th- 
thrown from the third floor window of the room, like, out onto the street below. Well, that's unceremonious. Rude. Yeah. Um, In the years since, many guests have reported being awakened in the middle of the night and being unable to go back to sleep because they felt like they were being watched. And most of the time, uh, male guests report the feeling of hands being placed over their mouths or around their throats. And this feeling normally causes them to wake up and they're unable to breathe. Like when they that wakes them up that they can't breathe. Oh my god. That'd be scary. (laughs) Right? It's very like sleep paralysis shit. (laughs) Excuse me while I swallow several times. <laughs> Make yeah. sure I can still breathe. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> these two ladies have also been seen in the pool hall and the lounge. Um, the lounge is also a lot of activity going on in the lounge. Um, it gets mm. mentioned quite a bit. Um, the hotel actually has its own phantom bellboy. Which, uh, so he he's roaming around the hallways and that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, guests report hearing a knock at their door and a muffled voice saying room service. But when they open the door, no one's there. And like no one's even in the hallway uh, oh, or cool. anywhere nearby. And some guests have even seen the figure of the bellboy standing outside of room 210, which is called the Zane Gray Room. Um. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was the ghost, or I guess at least one of the ghosts that John Wayne, who was staying at the hotel, experienced during a few different stays he had had at the hotel. Um, so he said he saw it more than once and at, during different stays at different times that he was at the hotel. Oh, so um, he liked that room. <laughs> I guess so. Or you just see him in the hallways, it seems like. Um, mm. he, John Wayne said that the ghost appeared friendly and that he wasn't threatened by like its appearance or when he saw it. Uh, employees of the hotel also see the bellboy frequently and they describe him as a young man in an old fashioned red coat with brass buttons. And they say they see him walking up and down the halls. They love to so. walk up and down those halls. Yeah. <laughs> so do a Swan. lot of mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, other guests have reported seeing a woman who actually wanders the halls also outside of room 210. Room 210 is just, like, very active, I guess. Dang. Um, supposedly, the hotel staff avoid putting guests with pets in room 210 because dogs go crazy with fear and end up tearing <laughs> up the room. So, I guess they've had that okay. problem in there. So, they specifically avoid that room if anybody has a pet. That's very smart. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs are very sensitive. <laughs> maybe maybe they like the meat, the meat chandelier room. I don't know which one they prefer. Oh my god. But maybe. I tell you, if it was a freaking Jolly Rancher chandelier room, my dog and his <laughs> sweet tooth is insatiable. Oh, just loves sugar. Oh. oh yeah. Like it's yeah, today I did the oh I'm home. I'll see you. And then he's like He's sniffing you and he's going to sniff your breath. And, oh, what do you got? Anything? I don't have any candy to give you, buddy. You're a dog. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, we, uh, I, I mean, you know, bought some good smelling cider because he, he loves Pat's juice, which is like the yeah. wild berry juice. Anything that just smells like berries. Sometimes we'll, we'll buy like some like raspberries and like feed him some and he'll eat those. But like yeah. out of that, like he's also a sugar fucking sweet whore. <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh fuck, I don't know what I was saying. But like, yeah, he'll just eat any and he's like, oh, what? You guys got something that smells like, oh yeah, I bought the cider and it's the strawberry rhubarb flavor. And oh, so then yeah. if 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 you drink anything that smells good, he's sniffing your breath like, what's in it for me? <laughs> and Jeez. you know, the, yeah, they're just very good at begging. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very cute. Yeah. But, um, oh, anyway, sorry. That was, it's very good. Uh, the next place you'd want to avoid is kind of creepy. <laughs> oh no, this there's is... more <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the basement. Dun dun dun. Oh. Well, guess yeah. what? It has a creepy basement. Of course, that would does. be where like the dungeons are. <laughs> um, or just the the maintenance and laundry room. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Hard labor. Um, yeah. The apparently they report hearing disturbing cries of an infant like in Ooh. the basement, which freaks a lot of the employees out. Um, heard mostly by the maintenance and laundry personnel. Um, it said that some staff even end up running upstairs just to escape the sound of the loud crying. Um, and even though they search, there is never anything to explain, like, the cause of the noise. Um, like, why would there be a baby in Damn. the basement? Um, yeah. yeah. But apparently a, a very... lot of them end up hearing it, and it freaks a lot of them out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, a, a, a an annoying sound, because it's yeah. designed to make you come and answer the baby's call, because you're, like, ingrained to be like, oh, baby, must protect it. <laughs> it yeah. is, like, in danger. Yeah. Um, Damn. In the cocktail lounge, um, this Ooh. one's really short, but this one wouldn't be... I guess if I had to see any of these ghosts, this one probably wouldn't be too bad. Um it's in the cocktail lounge and staff and patrons have witnessed a transparent couple that end up dancing together. Um, they're Aww. described as being in formal clothing. They're laughing and smiling and always dancing together. Which Aww. just sounds lovely. So if I had to see any of these it's... ghosts, it would be, it would be the cute couple in the lounge, <laughs> I guess. The forever nice couple. Thing. It's, it's the ones on the yeah. Titanic that are like, oh, I could yeah. have been saved. The woman well, you know, yeah, she's given a place yeah. in the lifeboat, but she stays behind with her husband and they die in the bed yeah. or whatever. You're like, oh, damn. Um, another, this is like one reported death in the hotel, um, other than like the two ladies and then the people that just, I guess, died there. Um, <laughs> yeah. This it happened in the 1970s. 70s maybe just 1970 um <laughs> when three men ended up robbing a nearby bank and during the robbery a bank guard actually shot one of the men uh despite this the other two decided to drag this wounded man back to the hotel lounge 
um, so that they could all have drinks together and celebrate <laughs> uh, instead of taking Scottish, them to a hospital. No. <laughs> okay. the, the guy that had been shot ended up bleeding to death in the lounge while he was enjoying his last drink, or maybe trying to, I don't know how successful he was drinking. Yeah, but, okay. Now this is reading like Pulp Fiction or something. We can't go to the cops! Yeah, <laughs> you gotta give her an adrenaline shot! <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since then, patrons and staff have reported being greeted by an anonymous voice saying hello or good morning uh, each morning oh, when they open so the friendly. lounge. So <laughs> friendly. Right? It's almost the lounge sounds the nicest. Um, <laughs> He's like the Walmart greeter of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's haunted walmarts Um, (laughs) how you doing welcome to the afterlife (laughs) here's a smiley face sticker returns are over there Um, uh, yeah so they are greeted with hello or good morning when they open the lounge in the morning Um, bar stools and drinks are also reported to move on their own and some report feeling the presence, like feeling a presence watching them while they're in the lounge. Oh, um, okay. But it doesn't seem to be like anything bad. Um, what the last thing is just kind of more general. Um, employees and guests have heard band music coming from the second floor lobby. Um, and when they go to investigate, like nobody's there or nobody's playing music. Ooh, and very the shining <laughs> yeah the uh staff report that they have grown so used to the different ghosts in the different rooms and areas of the hotel um and all the odd occurrences that it's treated as more of a joke um than it is to like worry most of them okay and then, well i guess it's not yeah. like super malevolent then no none of them <laughs> i guess other than the the, the ladies that are trying to strangle the guys that sleep in the one room. But <laughs> right, yeah. Other than that, everybody seems fairly friendly. <laughs> yeah, they were a little problematic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it did say that they can't pinpoint exactly who it is in the lounge. Um, if it is that guy that was one of the bank robbers, because there have been, uh, like, a history of shootings and it also said cowboys on horseback in the lobby and drunken brawls like in the lounge so they can't pinpoint exactly who it is <laughs> in the lounge that's haunting okay. um yeah but they they kind of assume it's that that guy i guess but it could be somebody else hmm I just, I thought it was funny that they're like, yeah, it has a history of shootings, drunken brawls, and cowboys on horseback. And it's like, what? Why are you riding horses in the lobby? It's all those, all those Western celebrities. (laughs) John Wayne, did John Wayne ride a a horse through the lobby? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but it's one of the uh, women in that civil war spy novel i read for lack of a better word it was not tinker taylor soldier spy but what was it called seductress something spy anyway there's one southern belle who ended up because they had a couple on the union side and some on the confederate to kind of give you the balance and i think she was one of ended up being one of the confederate 
sort of spies and advocates or whatever but she had like her mom was like no you can't come into this dinner party so she like went out to grab her horse and then like rode it into the dining room and was like oh really can't I and I was like Jesus oh this girl <laughs> it's like if she yeah if this wasn't a real person I would be like she's a pretty good written you know <laughs> heroine or whatever yeah that'd be that'd be pretty wild to see I know, I think her name was Belle. Oh, whatever. Some of them had some very great names also. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's my my collection of hotels. Oh damn. Was... Sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. hijack your ending at all, but that was really good. <laughs> Thanks. It was it was fun. It was fun looking at all the, the pretty hotels being like, oh, I'd yeah. stay there. <laughs> The history, and then yeah, you get an idea of who some of the ghosts can be, and then yeah, yeah, uh, you get a more of an idea of the different ghosts when you have so many different reports from one place, which is really cool. Yeah, the last one, yeah. like most of the information, um, for the Mont Vista was yeah. from uh, like hotelmontvista.com, it was on their own website, they had a oh, whole section nice. about the ghosts um specific so i took that as like being the most true for like room numbers and like everything because that was from their own website so i hope that would be pretty factual if they're gonna put that yeah that's not always usual for people to put it right on the the, like the website itself sometimes (laughs) they don't want to advertise this one seemed like it was no uh, they were okay with it so yeah (laughs) It's like it was cool. Amazing. I like their little history they had about like during the prohibition and that kind of oh, stuff yeah. before. It was interesting. Yeah, because you gotta know where like the ghosts might have come from or like why yeah. emotions would have been high at this place or people might have yeah, yeah. Had leftover business. Like that's that's the fun stuff. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, I'll try and follow that. Um, no. <laughs> You're going to have to. No. <laughs> All right. Well, stay tuned for part two. We'll be right back after a short break where we're probably going to play a lovely promo from one of our dark cast brethren. <laughs> Ooh. We're all very much worth checking out. So stay tuned. Hi, guys. I'm Courtney. And I'm Lisa. And we are the hosts of The Book of the Dead, a true crime podcast based out of New Jersey, where we tell you about the most obscure cases that you may have never heard of. So join us in The Book of the Dead library for another chapter of The Book of the Dead wherever you get your podcasts. Bye, guys. So, welcome back. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that promo by... A dark cast member. I just don't know who it is yet, so (laughs) I'll put it in the notes when it happens. (laughs) By somebody. Right? I have to double check who is going in there, but we like to do that. Um, Yeah, because we love collaborating with our dark cast peeps. But anyway, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed Kelsey's Haunted Hotel segment. And you're ready for more. Gordo's even in attendance. Surprising. Yeah. <laughs> he misses me. I was at work all day. 
Like, I'm going to hang out with you. You did have to work a lot this weekend, which I worked the whole I weekend. <laughs> I worked every day. It was so busy. Oh. Yesterday, we beat our sales goal by $30,000. Holy cats. Yeah. I wonder if that's because it was closed. Well, no, you... Well, it's a long weekend for a lot of people. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're but always still. really busy on long weekends. Uh, today yeah. we missed our goal by three hundred dollars, which was sad. oh, <laughs> yeah. But yesterday thirty thousand or yeah. something. Okay. Well, today we had the reduced hours, so that oh, made a okay. difference. Yesterday it was a full day. So. <clears throat> yeah, here they give us the day off. Uh, well, the day we're end up recording this <laughs> for Family Day, they call yeah. it in the province of Alberta, but it's like a provincial holiday that they'll call it whatever in different yeah. things in different provinces sometimes. It's a it's a bank holiday, as they say in the um European yeah. <laughs> ones when they, they always just call it a bank holiday because banks are closed. <laughs> that kind of holiday. Yeah. Um, sometimes we call it a statutory holiday, which doesn't have a great connotation to it. So <laughs> bank holidays may be a bit better. <laughs> yeah. All I care about is that I got paid time and a half today. So. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But we, yeah. Too many more days where they're all, everything has to be closed, which for a lot of retail yeah. stores is only <laughs> that one magical day a year. <laughs> yeah. Christmas Day. That's all we get. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Not even Boxing Day? The magical no. Canadian holiday of. The day you get off after Christmas, presumably to get rid of all your boxes. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're back. Yeah. Everything, I don't know. People work a lot in this province and everything can be open like really late because like, all the liquor stores are like, you know, oh, yeah. not provincially regulated. Like all our NB liquor would be all closed by like 10 and stuff like oh, that. No. Anyway. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. way later. Crazy. Like 11, 12. I just went out after supper to get the get the kid her her fix of ice cream and everybody else was bitching they wanted chips. <laughs> and the the even the self-serve part of the the self-checkout was closed at the little grocery store. I was like, wow. Oh wow. <laughs> it's late. And like sometimes then the um the automatic doors uh won't open at the uh the liquor store there either. Like they don't have them have the automatic after certain times of night, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> that means oh. you've had problems with people in the past. That's lovely, uh, <laughs> right? Geez. Ugh, crazy. It's rough up here. Um, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's what happens when you're in a cold climate, just like the hardy people of Scotland. <laughs> good, se like good segue. Yeah. <laughs> gets fucking cold up there they're a tough bunch yeah. and yeah they have a shit ton of castles would you believe like 1500 castles in scotland so 1500 okay i wouldn't think About... it was that many i knew they well, had lots oh right like fucking great britain i think has probably the biggest um collection but is that the right word no but you know what i mean like i bet they have like yeah a good portion yeah, so of course a lot of them are 
castle hotels nowadays, which leads to a lot of cool. hauntings. Yes, there's just so many that it's like couldn't just pick just one. <laughs> which it's fair. Yeah, it makes for a fun made a fun segment. For I me. mean, if I had one, uh, <laughs> if I wasn't rich, I would turn it into like a little Airbnb or. Yeah. Maybe not an Airbnb, but at least a bed and breakfast, I think would be cute. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, a likelihood that someone's actually living there still is low. But if it is livable, then you're yeah. like, might as well make some money off it. <laughs> yeah, I would live there and I would run a bed and breakfast. Oh, that sounds awesome. Amazing. And you could still podcast and possibly write horror stories. Who knows? In a setting like that, yeah. anything's possible. <laughs> She writes the next Frankenstein. <laughs> Gordo's tail is freaking out. I could see it. I and know. I heard, heard it go thump. <laughs> Buddy. He looks so cute, though. <laughs> but I'm He's being like adorable. Fully, fully laid down, you know, where they rest their head on the, the floor. And it's just. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do love it when. Fen puts his head on his little paw. I think he looks so yeah. polite <laughs> and studious. <Yeah. laughs> Cute. Like he's posing for a, a book portrait. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. So hopefully I did label anything well on the picture side because, well, they're all some. castle looking. So... <laughs> Yeah, um. I, I see some of them. I see some names. Well, the first one we're going to talk about is called um, Tulock Castle Hotel. At least I'm Tulloch. guessing that's how it's pronounced. It could be Tulloch. Tulloch. Now I'm just trying to think of how I would say it with like a thick <laughs> island accent or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tulloch or Tulloch. Is a 12th century castle. Uh, it's located five minutes wow. from Dingwall. <laughs> Dingwall. <laughs> it's like they say on Wine and Crime. It's in. It's if it's in Great Britain, time for some geography. <laughs> yeah, all the fun names. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not very far from Inverness either. Which okay, no, I've heard of that one. Outlander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's up in the north. And this one wasn't until about the 1500s when it truly became known as Tullock Castle for whatever reason. And now <clears throat> much of its ancient and antique furniture remains and original ceilings and paneling, which are just a sight to behold. I might have a picture of that. I don't see I... this castle. Damn it. I tried to get <laughs> as many as I could, but I might have missed that one. Because I was like writing and it's like, oh, wait, I'm looking up stuff. But then there's also pictures and then there's like a lot. Going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. This one does have its own cemetery and many members of one family that owned the place at one time. The Davidsons lay buried there. Oh, excuse me. Um, there was a quote that said there was even once an old tunnel that ran from the Tulloch to the village of Dingwall and further out still to the site where Dingwall Castle itself used to sit. Although now inaccessible due to its collapse, part of the tunnel can be viewed through an air vent on Tulloch Castle's grounds. 
creepy. Yeah, I thought that was castle to castle, like tunnels. Yeah. Weird. Like the, I mean, I love underground. (laughs) Yeah. Corridors and stuff. I like them, but they're kind of creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah. No matter the case. (laughs) Um, Of course, a tragedy happened at the castle. This was after it was purchased by Duncan Davidson in 1762. Um, One day he was accidentally found in a rather compromising position with one of the family maids by his shocked teenage daughter. (gasps) Scandalous. Right. The poor lady Elizabeth Davidson, uh, that's the daughter, in what is now room 10. The young Elizabeth, by now utterly panic-stricken, fled, but before she could reach her room, now room 15, she tragically fell and broke her neck, dying instantly. What? Oh, I thought you were going to say she killed them. (laughs) Right? That's a common trend. (laughs) Yeah, but instead she fell and broke her neck. Weird. No, that's a horrible story, hey? Damn it. So her ghost is there. She's known as the Green Lady. And the Okay. Yeah. I know, not a white lady. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And the hotel bar is apparently named after her, which is cool. Oh, that's cute. I know, I want to go there. (laughs) I mean, of course. Uh, But also they say feelings of great sadness emanate from her, like her spirit, if you encounter it. And um, she will often be whispering, why? Yeah, I would. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just not something that really happens anymore. People just running and then they fall and break their neck. It's a very dramatic like... story. Hey, you're almost like... Yeah, I feel like that just doesn't happen anymore. Did she trip down the stairs? I mean... Yeah, I feel like we need the rest of that. The details. Maybe she threw herself from the tower, but they just said the story instead. <laughs> no. Maybe, yes, yeah, suicide a lot of... was probably frowned upon. Yes, but as, as often I find with Scottish history, and I'm sure you've heard, it's, it's it gets very dark. <laughs> just... Yeah. Yeah. What did I hear? Because as... I did just read the Clanlands book written by the, the two guys from Outlander there, and they go all around Scotland, they talk about the clans and Scottish traditions, yeah. blah, 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 and they bicker like an old married couple, and it's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> and I think the one quote was that, like, Scotland was born fighting. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so it seems like yeah. it. All the clans. Um, okay, so also the Green Lady has a portrait in the Great Hall. Um, so, yeah, it stares at you creepily as you walk by, <laughs> of course. Okay, I had that in one of the ones I was thinking about covering. It was in one of my listicle kind of things I was looking at, where it was, yeah, it was about a portrait. No matter where you were in the room, it was, its (laughs) eyes were following you. I love that, because it's so easy to imagine portraits doing that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, very creepy. Pardon me. Um, also a maid is seen pacing the great hall or sometimes in what's called the pink room so she's perhaps Mm. distressed about her part in elizabeth's death if it's the same debauched maid (laughs) yeah has no uh, no word of what happened to them after (laughs) but um there's also balls of light seen here and other eerie orbs and 
sounds like clicks, bangs, and thuds. That's creepy. Specific. Yeah, clicks is weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a spooky room is room eight if you want to experience something supernatural okay Um, yeah it's like your best bet well also probably those other rooms i mentioned (laughs) that where the other incident happened yeah um but one man awoke in room eight to find his chest tightly compressed and when he looked two small girls were sitting on it (laughs) oh no yeah creepy (laughs) That I don't like. If I ever woke up and, like, somebody was at the foot of my bed, I'm pretty sure I'd, like, shit myself. (laughs) Immediate. Yeah. Need to shit. Yeah. Like, adrenaline to a thousand. I I wouldn't. I I would freak out. Oh, yeah. It's immediate. And, like, the chest thing is very sleep paralysis. Yeah. Awesome. And there was another report of it that was on TripAdvisor uh, by a person who was staying with their cousin. And, excuse me, the original poster heard knocking all night. And then um, him and the, or them and the cousin saw entities in the room and saw something sitting on the end of the bed. (laughs) Weird. It's always, it always throws me off when (laughs) I am looking up anything haunted or stuff like that are in our series different places and they have trip advisor stuff. yeah as a source like, why is this a source it's so weird i mean i guess it's something you do want to know about the the room you booked yeah though. that's pertinent information room was haunted but clean <laughs> eight out or, of ten there is one they reference another podcast that's like um it was like a five star was it five star whatever it was it was like five out of ten like got stabbed here once would go back <laughs> have you heard that oh one? yeah yeah i'm sure they say i think that. i heard that yeah otherwise very nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> all right so this okay. one should have god damn it i know i <laughs> put a picture of this one up <laughs> cross his fingers it's called the witchery by the castle yeah, I did see this. Okay. Ooh, that looks okay. pretty. I love a clawfoot tub. Oh my god, the interior of that one is so crazy. Yes. I love a freestanding tub, not a shower tub combo. <laughs> oh my god. Because they can't have it be like a bunch of modern um, architecture no. inside a castle. No, it's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Or, this one's good. Yeah, I love the name, The Witchery by the Castle. It's like we had the witchery market here. Like, I don't know, yeah. board. It's an unusual name. Yeah. But it has some meaning. So it is a, a quaint yet luxurious restaurant and hotel uh, set in the, quote, shadow of Edinburgh Castle, as one source put it, which I loved. <laughs> um. It's inside uh, the 16th century Boswell's Court, uh, which also just happens to be the site of hundreds of deaths by burning at the stake. Ooh. Oh, shit. Probably why it's called the witchery. (laughs) Yeah, mega haunted. Right? 
Um, some sources say that about a thousand people were killed on Castle Hill, which is a wow. lot. <laughs> um, it's even believed that more alleged witches were burned during James the Sixth's reign than any other time in Scotland's history. So, yeah, great. Damn. <laughs> Salem, you ain't got nothing on Scotland. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. We always talk about like Salem witch trials and everything, but I I guess I forget how much of that um, came yeah. from like Europe. And everything and people immigrating yeah. over into the u.s bringing their old troubles with them yeah. yeah yeah i loved covering that in our fifth episode when we did a bunch of witch trials yeah. from different places we did a long long time ago not that salem's not fascinating but like yeah i feel like the other ones get overlooked sometimes for some reason yeah um but yeah now it's a bed and breakfast with a restaurant called <laughs> Get Cute. this. The Secret Garden. That's the restaurant. Oh. <laughs> and it said it was built on an abandoned schoolyard. I was like, okay, but also witches burning. <laughs> but maybe there's the restaurant yeah. area. I don't know. I don't know. No. <laughs> we wanna we probably can't afford to stay there, but we, hell, we gotta go for a dinner. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool oh, to so stay in a castle. Yeah. Castle adjacent. <laughs> a dig castle adjacent. There's so many. Surely we can afford one of these places. <laughs> right? Oh, pardon me. Um, yeah, I found this uh, fun fact about one of the witch trials. Um, Jane Douglas Lady Glamis was executed on Castle Hill in 1537 for allegedly plotting to poison James V. Um, like the witches who would come after her, she was burned at the stake and is said to haunt the streets of the old town, seeking justice for what is now believed to be a politically motivated murder. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of actual um, hauntings there for as many deaths as there seems to be, but... Huh. Everyone assumes and violent it's pretty deaths. Haunted. Yeah. Um, they talk yeah. about that. It's not not normally regular deaths. It's like violent mm. things or stuff. I mean, that there's happens. gotta be Yeah, maybe there's a feeling there, but maybe because it's not a place where a lot of the victims were like attached to, they're probably just brought there for their death. Like, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have as yeah. much of a significance. <clears throat> then we have Dalhousie Castle and Spa. <laughs> Hello. Spa. Okay, we gotta go there. Donate to Patreon. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will review this. Yeah, I'll do whatever yeah. they want. <laughs> so, this one's in the Midlothian town of Bonnie Rig, which is fun to say. <laughs> Ooh, um, it looks fun. There's a place in, they mentioned the, I don't know if it's a real residence but there's the one in outlander that the one lady lives at it's called ball riggin <laughs> yeah i mean it sounds st- stupider in my accent they probably say it with their <laughs> cute scottish one <laughs> but yeah i mean we do have a place in alberta we are we've probably mentioned it on the pod that's just called balzac <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Weird place names. Um, 
Okay, so here at the Dalhousie one, we have a gray lady. Ooh, okay. Go figure. Yeah, <laughs> lots figure. of those. <laughs> yeah, this one's apparently the Lady Catherine, uh, that most oh. people agree anyway. Who? So she was the very young, as in like 16 years old, probably, um, mistress of a laird, locked up and left to die in a turret by the jealous wife. So. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> right? Like fairy tale fucking dark yeah. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so there's your jealous wife one. So now the gray lady is said to wander the halls forlornly looking to find peace and is most often seen in the turret, the staircase, or the dungeons. Huh. I don't know why the dungeons. <laughs> um, sorry. Owned by the same family for 800 years. <laughs> it's Holy. the state of the Earls of Dalhousie. <laughs> yeah. And That's... guess what they are? Right? <laughs> That's crazy. You know, I want to inherit that. <laughs> yeah, I was born with the wrong family. It's held by the chieftains of Clan Ramsay. Like Gordon Ramsay. Who oh, is okay. Scottish, if people don't realize. He just sounds more... Londoner now because he lived there for a long time. <laughs> uh, I always think Ramsay Bolton from fucking Game of Thrones. Right, I right. I think Gordon Ramsay when I hear <laughs> Ramsay. Oh, no. yeah. He's tainted Ramsay for you. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, so this one had a drawbridge once as its only entrance. So, like, that's awesome. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, my God. Uh, just and like pull this... it up be like no you cannot enter <laughs> you shall not pass <laughs> yeah. yeah anytime it's that time of the month I don't want any visitors so don't... <laughs> um, the castle is would... closed yeah that'd be handy during COVID and stuff <laughs> yeah just shut down your house <laughs> no this one's like got some really cool features it's, it has a actual hidden bar behind a bookcase in the library so <gasps> I like that I mean, okay. <laughs> that and, and the spa. bookcases with the library ladders, like, oh, super amazing. Like Beauty and the Beast, freaking. Yeah. Oh, uh, I like when, yeah, there's that one writer I've been reading lately. I think I told you the Susanna lady who is, you can tell when they're big readers themselves, they're like, <laughs> They're like, oh my god, this character really appreciates a library that looks like it's out of Beauty and the Beast. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> of course yeah. your readers appreciate that too. If I ever had the opportunity to get on one of those ladders and then like kick off and go <laughs> go to the other side of the room, I would do it. Just to see if it actually works. Oh my god. Cosplaying that in the little bell outfit. Oh! <laughs> um. So, okay, hidden bookcase, uh, hidden bar, rather, behind a bookcase. Yeah, amazing. Okay. It also said the dungeon was, quote unquote, bottle formed, and that prisoners were lowered in by a rope, and that the marks could oh. still be seen. Yeah, so I'm guessing it's a pretty uh, narrow entrance. Wow, that's different. Hole. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> no. It's like the inventive ones on Game of Thrones, the the sky yeah. cells at the the veil where they just have the one lack of wall <laughs> they can roll out or whatever. Yeah, that scares me. <laughs> Horrifying. Um, 
What was this? Oh, is this about? I forgot what ghost I was talking about here. Okay, so the gray. <laughs> this is more on the gray lady. Her rustling dress has been heard. She taps on doors and shoulders and is sometimes even seen sitting at the end of a bed. Oh, and she hates bagpipe music. <laughs> when she's near, bagpipes oh. tend to play out of tune. That's <laughs> 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 a quote, yeah. Huh? Um, and another ghost is one Sir Alexander Ramsey. Um, <laughs> oh. Bolton. Haunting his family's house? Yeah. Um, yeah, he, there was a little bit on him because, you know, I like the history tea. In 1400, Dalhousie Castle was under siege for no less than six months by Henry IV. Um, Sir ha Alexander Ramsay was able to fight him off, but was later abducted and starved to death at Hermitage Castle. Shit. Okay. So, yeah, I guess what he lived here and then died elsewhere. Um, that sucks starving somebody to death is awful right like the uh, the one mistress that was locked up in the turret or whatever like yeah, yeah. obviously starved um sir alexander ramsay has also been seen wandering the castle grounds so he haunts here he haunts his home yes <laughs> he's killed elsewhere but he's like i just want to go home um <laughs> his uh remains were found one and a half centuries later when people were cleaning out the hermitage castle he was finally given a proper funeral then but his ghost prefers hanging out at his old home guests have also been complaining about a ghost that's pulling their hair <laughs> right but all ghosts at Dalhousie castle mind their own business and are harmless harmless which is quite amazing given the violent past end quote yeah huh. all right so they're nice <laughs> yeah that's good. I mean, if you're gonna visit somewhere that's haunted, you hope it's all nice, nice ghosts. Yeah, like fucking poltergeist. Uh, otherwise, it's less re relaxing spa experience. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, and to top it all off, one of the I'm not gonna sound like their PR person. It's my travel background. Oh, I was like, oh, look at this hotel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, one of the restaurants is on the site of the former dungeons, apparently. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, there might be a picture of that. I don't know. I got a picture of some dining room. Now I can't remember which one it's from. <laughs> yeah, it just says dining room. I think it might have been this one. It said, also, there's a package if you stay five days or longer. You can take a falconry course. Um, oh, Okay. <laughs> interesting so, so high class british and as a popular yeah. wedding venue you can have an owl bring the rings to your best man or chosen oh. ring bearer what i know what is this harry potter <laughs> it totally is well don't wow. know the the train from harry potter is um in scotland <laughs> yeah just freaking they're just like, we train owls at this hotel, this castle. Oh, fucking magical place. <laughs> castle slash spa. <sighs> oh my god. Damn. You can just imagine, cool. I'm doing these notes. I'm just, that was all I ever did when I was in travel. Just dream about the different places. I was not so good at like the actual selling, selling people on it. It's so hard. <laughs> it's hard enough to buy, pick a hotel for yourself. Yeah. Don't imagine like some person you don't know and then you have to like try and pick a hotel for them you know what i mean 
it's difficult that's fair i think that's (laughs) probably one of the hardest things you can do is try and plan somebody's vacation for them (sighs) yeah it made me wonder what it'd be like being a realtor because i'm like that's a something that's really hard to sell like it's a big decision for people they're spending a lot of money they're like very picky (laughs) Yeah. yeah all right but maybe easier to sell if it's a freaking castle <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> it's a bit drafty and uh the upkeep is a bit <laughs> much but we're sure you can do it if you turn it into a historical site and rent it out yeah. <laughs> just claim it's haunted even if it's not uh, the, like the yeah the revenue's got to help with the upkeep so <laughs> you want to make it into yeah. a hotel <laughs> i'm gonna burp oh pardon me all right next we have Bankfoot inn which is on the southern edge of the highlands um it's a long stone structure and and an accommodation um not quite a castle but you know big old stone lodgings (laughs) oh okay i see the picture yeah um it's located in the perthshire countryside it has had paranormal teams investigate after multiple reports of ghosts or sorry guests experiencing things <laughs> pardon me um here they were able to uh somewhat identify several different entities such as like the one that was a little girl spirit and one that was an old woman um <clears throat> then one dark entity they just nicknamed the thing so he wasn't very nice. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't like that. No. Um, also, voices are often heard in the laundry and objects get knocked over all the time with taps turning on and off. <laughs> Weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's not too much on that one. Nor this next one. Apparently. <laughs> it's a shorter blurb. This is Ochen or Ochen Castle. Not too sure. In Dumfries and Galloway. Um, It's pretty old. Built in the 1300s. This is the original castle now lying in ruins. But something called a home farm was built here in 1849. And there's a lot of big old stone houses. Like Lallybrock and Outlander that weren't castles. But were big old fucking (laughs) stone estates. Um. This one has a young child that haunts these halls, usually seen in the morning, descending the stairs or out in the gardens. Living her best life. Afterlife. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then we have uh, Borthwick Castle, which I kept writing as Bothwick and then had to go back and correct myself. (laughs) oh really yeah borthwick i don't know it's kind of weird weird one but it's a restored 15th century castle about 21 miles or so from edinburgh edinburgh (laughs) converted to a hotel in 1973 um this one's ghosts include a servant girl who had given birth to sir william borthwick's son and was so unfortunately executed for her troubles jesus yeah like well who got her pregnant 
Right? But no, they just kill her and the child because they suck. And the child? Oh, mm-hmm. damn. Okay. Right? That's fucked up. So she haunts the red room, which, like, I don't know if that's for the. <laughs> for the um wallpaper or for the blood who knows but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when they sell the the flanders family a haunted house on the simpsons and they're like oh no marge is like i should have told you they all died here and then they all like it's flanders he takes it really well and they're like oh do you think he got killed here <laughs> the little rod and tot oh my god um, i don't know why that came to me i'm sorry <laughs> Uh, okay, yes, yeah, she haunts the red room. The red room. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Red room. Yeah, red room. Maybe it was the little boy that made me think of yeah, the other little Flanders. Um, there's another ghost, though, that hangs out here. It's the Borthwick's chancellor. So the Borthwick's family had a chancellor who was caught embezzling money and then burned to death. So Holy crap. Also is here. <laughs> This is some crazy deaths in Scotland. Like, fuck. Starving people, burning them to death, putting them in bottleneck jails. I know. I'm sad they didn't get to keep keep a lot of their um, traditions and stuff, but, like, their history was quite brutal. Like, the clans and and the fighting and the killing. And this is even without talking about any of those massacres or anything like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's all that shit that inspires Game of Thrones. <laughs> Literally. Um, so here, voices, clicking noises, and light anomalies have been reported by visitors. Whilst, whilst, that's right. Legend has it that the ghost of Mary, Queen of Scots, wanders the hall, the halls at night. Okay. <laughs> Famous one. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is because in March of 1566, while Mary was heavily pregnant... Her second husband, Lord Darnley, brutally murdered her secretary at the Palace of Holyrood House in Edinburgh. Fun. (laughs) Having witnessed the event with her own eyes, Mary no doubt saw that she needed to rid herself of and find an alternative to her troublesome husband. That's one way to put it. (laughs) Let's let's abandon this guy. I know, I know. That's why I'm like, I have to include some of those history quotes because, wow. Um, after the birth of her son, she evidently filled at least filled at least one, if not both. Oh, one, if not both of those needs with James, Earl of Bothwell. History tells us that Mary and the Earl not only went to work to formulate a plan to get rid of Darnley, but also began a love affair. Off the murderous husband. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In October 1566, Mary learned that the Earl had been wounded in a minor altercation and was convalescing in one of his castles. At great risk to both her safety and reputation, Mary dropped everything to be at her lover's side. Um, she and a few select attendants rode as far as 50 miles to Hermitage Castle. Oh, that's where that other guy just starved to death, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On the Scottish borders where they stayed for two hours before making the journey back. On the return Two trip, Mary... hours? Okay, I don't think that was worth it. 50 Sorry, miles? Mary. Yeah. 50 miles each way back then would take how long for you to only be there for two hours? I guess. Depends how fast your horse is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's like basically an all-day trip just to be there for two hours. Right? That's true. 
Damn. Um, and then on the return trip, Mary caught a chill and the subsequent fever nearly killed her. <laughs> yeah, definitely not worth it. <laughs> um, it is perhaps this event that has prompted ghost watchers to claim that the regal fi- figure in a white dress seen on the deserted grounds of now ruined Hermitage Castle is the ghost of Mary. So, huh. like, they actually think they but see her at a lot of different her. castles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this was, I'm like, forget, wait, where are you? We're talking about Borthwick Castle, which, whatever. Half the <laughs> pictures are, like, people's wedding pictures. Feels like they're always, they're all getting married at all these castles. There, yeah. There was a lot of wedding pictures that I could have. Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> at least two of them here I already see that are, like, brides and grooms getting pictured. And I'm like, oh. I mean, the backdrops. But, yeah, yeah. the death. <laughs> Yeah, somebody burned to death here. Oh, let's get married. <laughs> How romantic. They burned to death. <laughs> hey, we love the macabre. Okay, no, but to tie it back to why they think she haunts Bor- Borthwick? Yeah, I think that's what we're on. Um, her new husband was unpopular, and after the castle was surrounded, she escaped through the window disguised as a page boy. And oftentimes a young boy ghost that walks across the churchyard at night just might be her. People think it's her. I don't know. And now I want to know if she ever got rid of this horrible husband, but I'm sure there's many movies about her that I can watch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting history. Um, Okay. So also in the rather aptly named red room, Anne Grant and her lover, young Borthwick, were killed and possibly hidden up in the walls after their death. Oh, Just gross. Like, hid their bodies. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like a lot of trouble to go to, but also very Edward Allan Poe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is fun. Some women who stay here wake to, wake to find themselves uh, feeling like they're being pulled from their beds. So. Oh, you just said that yeah. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. No, Super no fun. <laughs> I wonder if that's like, yeah, people coming to pull Mary out of bed. I don't know. Wow. Um, but also, okay, this one actually is fun. In the Great Hall, a red bearded Scotsman waves a broadsword around. <laughs> so that sounds pretty <laughs> cool. I'd pretend it was Jamie Fraser. Just fighting the air what's he doing with the sword i don't know oh yeah he's probably kicking someone's ass <laughs> killing someone all right there is the next one the cathedral house hotel in glasgow Ooh. this one was built in 1877 and used as a hostel for inmates released from the duke street prison know why nearby i guess why did they need a hostel like a halfway house kind of deal i think so yeah i think it essentially maybe yeah served the same purpose because yeah that's the once they get released so um it was demolished in 1958 to move in more housing and now only the boundary wall of the prison remains of the original structure um, the person saw quite a few executions, uh, actually 12 in the 20th century alone. So that feels rather recent. <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah. 
Um, it was bought by Shane and Lori McKenzie in 2018 and turned into a hotel. Um, and its residents' ghosts include a Susan Newell who was executed for allegedly strangling a paper boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like the news. <laughs> extra, extra, read all about it. Yeah. No, I will not. <laughs> um, also, two kids are seen there, and they're possibly the kids of a woman who drowned her children in the tub on one of the higher floors. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess that happened. Um, and often the ghostly kids are seen playing and giggling and like brushing up against you, playing tag, running around. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That'd be creepy. I know. I'm like, wouldn't it be so cute, but also terrifyingly creepy? <laughs> Ugh, can't decide. <clears throat> um, oh, this one is a name that reminds me of my kids' uh, elementary school. <laughs> it's called Norwood Hall Hotel in Aberdeen. Uh, my kid went to yeah. Norwood school. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It was built in 1881 on the Pitfidel's castle site. This is dating back to the 15th century, and its colonnaded entrances give it a Victorian vibe. I love a good Victorian vibe. <laughs> uh, there's like three known ghosts here. Um, a James Ogston, the hotel's old owner, his wife, and his mistress. Because <laughs> Scotland. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're sensing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Everybody just had a mistress. Oh. Uh, bought in 1872 and then only rebuilt, like, oh, he bought it in 1872, the James Ogston, and then apparently only really rebuilt it to meet in secret there with his mistress while his family lived across the river in the other house. Damn. <laughs> I know. I hope the other house was nice, too, because that's just rough. <laughs> yeah, right? There's a, a whole, like, hall, and it looks pretty nice. Like, Yeah, I can't remember now. They all seemed gorgeous, and I was just like, look at you, and look at you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the James guy is often seen by the fire in the dining room. And the mistress is seen on the stairs. And the wife is seen in the kitchen hall or the dining room. I don't know how they know which one's the mistress and which one's the wife. <laughs> Very confusing to me. I'm like, maybe, I really didn't look into any of that after. Maybe like pictures or something? Yeah, I guess. They know his name, so it's not that <laughs> out of the realm of possibility. But yeah, um, the next one is the Drover's Inn in Loch Lomond. So, the one from the famous song. Um, and this one is, oh, it's one of Scotland's oldest licensed locations. So, like, one of the oldest places they could sell alcohol. Legally. Cool. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not the oldest ever. No. <laughs> They've been making whiskey there for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it opened in 1705, so it's pretty old. And at the Drover's Inn, room six has lots of activity. 
uh, it has the spirit of a small girl people see there. Um, or, and she <laughs> apparently rudely drips cold water on your bed sometimes when she stands there. I don't oh. know why. Like, oh, wait, I do I know why. She drowned while water. trying to fish her doll out of the river. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's nice. Oh, that sucks. I know. Horrible, horrible. And they said that a young family froze to death while lost looking for the hotel. So I don't know if you see their ghost oh too. Gosh. But also is pretty awful. Yeah. That <laughs> sucks. It's all like, beautiful castle. Horrible history. <laughs> yeah. Or to to uh, use the title of one of our lovely Darkcast network, sh- network shows, Horrifying History. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure there's pictures of this one up there too. It's Earth Castle in Stirlingshire. So kind of like air with a TH at the end. <laughs> okay. Exactly like air. Oh, with I see it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty impressive. Is it? I don't even remember now. They're all so fucking gorgeous, just in different ways, in my opinion. Yeah, like beautiful snowflakes. <laughs> um, yes, this one's old AF, built in the 14th century, once owned by the Bruces, like the famous Robert. It said Robert de Bruce, which confused me just a little bit because you usually hear Robert the Bruce, but same, same. It's Robert the Bruce was the eighth descendant of a Norman knight who was called Robert de Bruce after a Norman castle known as Bruce or Bricks. <laughs> That's all we need to know. That's how he ended up with two first names. <laughs> um, but this one's now a wedding venue, a spa, an outdoor dining spot. Um, obviously gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go there immediately. Uh, so some spirits here linger from apparently a tragic fire that happened on site. Don't know much more about that, but it did say the most haunted rooms are rooms 9, 21, and 24. So there mm. is that. Because <laughs> room 9 has a nanny that died in uh, the fire, and the kids run up and down the halls and haunt around that room, it said. Um, room 21 was the one the maids used to use as their lodgings. Hopefully not too many, more than one. <laughs> Just one room. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> apparently one of them was uh, unfortunately raped and killed here by the master of the castle. Shit. <laughs> um, and room 24 has a child that is often heard but never seen. Um... But just also as an afterthought, they added that rooms 2, 3, and 14 have all had reports of just ghostly screams in them. Screams. <laughs> okay. That'd be creepy. Just screams. Yeah. Are they coming from the room where the one got raped and killed? You would think that would be the case. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, and... The last one is not a hotel, but it's the Scots, or not a hotel, not a castle. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, you know what I mean? No, (laughs) it's the (laughs) Scotsman Hotel in Edinburgh. It's the former Scotsman newspaper headquarters and the, for the Edinburgh Evening News also. 
So now it's just a five-star hotel that apparently several dearly departed reporters and staff still like to haunt at. Like the printer who died in an accident at work and a forger. But they don't really have too much more about them after that, so. Wow. End it there. Because I'm sure that could go on and on. What? (laughs) This had lots of hauntings. Oh, yes, I like having all the different stories. Probably most of the places in Scotland, <laughs> it's easy to assume or safe to assume it's probably had at least one unfortunate yeah. death. Yeah, I always hear that Edinburgh is really haunted. Like, I don't even think I talked about their castle, but I've heard that, yeah, it's haunted. And then I think we talked about the vaults that were under oh, the yeah. old bridge and they are pretty haunted and so I'm like oh yeah. I already know I'm, I'm so fascinated with it but yeah you know I had to stop myself because you know you're like haunted hotel Scotland and it's like here's a list of 12 haunted castle hotels and here's another yeah. one of like 10 and like they're not all the same ones and you're like oh my god yeah <laughs> rabbit hole, rabbit hole, rabbit hole. yeah but yes I just enjoy my my castles. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey's done. It's tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. I need a day off. Yes, you Thank do. Thank God. Thank God I only work four days this week. I have. Because okay. I got time and a half today, so they always only give you four days instead of five. And then I... Uh, just to yeah. kind of even it out, eh? Just when you're full time uh yeah okay so you don't get ahead anything which sucks but uh and then, kind of a dickish have, move but companies are like that <laughs> yeah but i have a long weekend next this coming weekend friday saturday oh, sunday yeah. off so at least i still get my long weekend oh i'm glad i feel I always feel so yeah. bad when i'm like i can record any day this weekend <laughs> and you're yeah. like i cannot yeah. oh but um yeah, speaking of upcoming weekends off, it's what? It's oh, I think it's Pat's Pat's birthday's coming up soon. But then also, near before my birthday, there's the craft beer fest coming. And craft I, beer. Yes. I did get two free tickets through work because they usually give away several free tickets to the first people that email them. Okay. So, yeah, that's like the eighth or ninth or something. So like, well, I have, have a my, fun night. I have my schedule up to the week before that. Um, but ooh, that'd be really fun if that? that would be something you could do. I think it's a Friday and a Saturday, so maybe we could do one of the nights. Let me see. So I'd be off working. I should be off that weekend. Ooh. Anyway. Um, so I should be off at least the Saturday. I'm not normally off Fridays, but... No, I don't always like to do things on Fridays because I'm always fucking tired from the whole week. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'll but I should, I should be off yeah. on the Saturday. Oh, that would Saturday be fun. And the Sunday, yeah. A Saturday um, I outing. I, I don't know what we're doing for my mom's birthday, though. because She's the day before oh. you. Oh, yeah, we're right. we're doing like a a thing for her at Aww. what Trav and Kate said they were gonna book something on for 
um, the Joey's on Mayfields here by my work and invite some of her like closer friends out and do like a a big birthday dinner there um i don't know when exactly they have planned if it's going to be on the weekend or on her actual birthday or what yes yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. just let me know for sure i'm I'm gonna take somebody (laughs) yeah 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 i think i'm gonna take extra a couple days extra off my like yeah the birthday actual birthday weekend too yeah hate working your own birthday that's always sucks yeah yeah i think it's a thursday so i was like yeah yeah, let's make this a long weekend. <laughs> I haven't had yeah. days off in a month or two, other than like, yeah, sick day here or there. So, yeah. yay for springtime and doing things and going out again and seeing each right? other. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's sort of being very like needed. Home, home bodies all the time. Like, yeah. The weather's nice. Like... We can go out and do something. Yeah. I felt like it's the first time I've seen the sunshine outside of. Like on my lunch break, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like the days yeah. are starting to actually get longer. It's very very nice. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Sounds very good. Well, I don't know if I'll cut out any of that, but if I did, then basically you're just trying to plan some get-togethers. And yeah, the weather's getting nicer, and we're all very grateful for that. So, um, check out. I don't know. We're yeah. Next, we're recording our Patreon. So, I think that's gonna be a interesting one with some food you know tampering food poison crimes yeah. so that can go very many different directions and i think it's going to with their different cases yeah. but gordo if you heard that gordo says check it out i think yeah that he was pretty loud yeah. <laughs> he just walked in the room oh stared God. at me meowed three times and then walked back out I'm like what do you want that's funny maybe he knows we're done because um, when they record on drinking the Kool Aid, uh, their one the the one hosts her dog Sydney knows when she starts saying the outro that it's time to get up. It's like when Pat oh, turns okay. off his Xbox and our dog has a Pavlovian response that goes, "I know it's time to go for my walk now because Dad turned off the Xbox." <laughs> he hears okay. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe Gordo just knows that, and we're wrapping it up. Maybe. Just, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yes, next time we will be back for another crimey time. So I think that's gonna be yeah. a fun one. We're doing yeah. like uh, stuff involving witnesses, maybe people in witness protection, or maybe yeah. they weren't protected enough. Maybe they should have had witness protection. Uh, oh, this is all very telling. I have it basically written as people who knew too much crimes, yeah. murders, which, oh yeah, obviously can be very, very yeah. cryptic and conspiracy filled and all that. So, oh yes, I did just pick a, pick a topic or a case. So yes, conspiracy okay. filled indeed, cool, I think. Cool. <laughs> nice. Well, well, we will catch you guys next time. Yes, don't forget to rate, review, and tell a friend. Because oh, yes, that's the please. best way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, word of mouth. Please tell it's everybody true. how much you love us. Yeah, and I love that we're getting more um, followers on Spotify. And if you guys could just drop us a rating now that you gave us a yes, follow, that'd be awesome too. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, but until then, we'll catch you next week. So keep it cryptic.
Thank <laughs> you.